Hi there, welcome to Series 2 of the Release the Sound podcast, where we talk all things prophetic worship. I'm Raymond Waterman, and it is my passion to empower, to educate, encourage, and equip you to release a sound of heaven that transforms the communities that you are a part of. So stay tuned, listen to some amazing guests, and be blessed. Thanks for joining me. Hey, listeners, I'm so thankful for you. I'm so thankful that you listen to this podcast every week. I love receiving your emails. And uh, I'm excited about sharing a bit of a different podcast this week. It is actually taken from a private training that I did with our worship team for one of our locations at our church that I am helping out with. And uh, a couple of our worship team were like, can I please share this? This is so helpful. Can I share it with other churches? And then finally, one of the worship leaders was like, Rayma, you need to turn this into a podcast. So here is a training that was meant to be private, but I'm sharing it with you in the hope that it helps other people. And it's all around the topic of, can you move with the Holy Spirit when there is a time frame? And the reason why I shared this training is because uh, most of you may know, we are really in a beautiful move of God at the moment in our church. And it's meant that our worship sessions are getting blown out a little bit in our services, which we absolutely don't mind at all, but it comes with its challenges. And so we are constantly seeking the Lord going, how do we move with the Holy Spirit in a time frame? Because we have multiple services and, you know, there's lots of people who are coming to second services, for example, and the first service is still going. Children's church still needs to run. There's production teams that still need to do what they need to do. And so we are really on a journey of going, come on, God, what is it that we can do that can improve how we hear from you in ways that are succinct when you have those challenges? Now, I know not all of you listening to this uh, have that challenge of multiple services, but some of you do, and some of you are in churches where those time frames it is really important to adhere to. And I am a firm believer that you can move with the Holy Spirit in a time frame. There's going to be times when you can't, but as a general rule, I really believe that you can actually make this a healthy experience and the Holy Spirit can turn up in a powerful way if you have to stick to a time limit. So I'm going to share with you this. I'm going to just uh, load it up and uh, you'll hear me talking about people that you don't know, but that's the vulnerability of this podcast. I wanted you to hear exactly what I shared with our beautiful team. So I hope you enjoy it and please let me know what you think once you've taken a listen. Be blessed. Hey, amazing worship team. Rome's here. Hey, I just wanted to do a video. I started typing all of this up and then I thought, you know what? I'm just going to quickly do a video because firstly, I just want to commend you for the amazing nine months that we've had with all the changes. I just think the worship team has excelled and I know there's lots to learn and I know that we're all on a journey, but I just wanted to encourage every single one of you. As someone who's been watching, just I just take delight 
in watching the way that the Lord is using you right now. And I want to encourage you to keep going after the Holy Spirit with all your heart. And I also just want to honour Tim. Tim, you've done an incredible job so far in leading the team and it's just going to go from strength to strength, but we really honour you today. So guys, I'm going to keep this video really short, but I just thought because we're having more changes again, so we've, we've had so much already happen, what do we do now? How do we move with the Holy Spirit? How do we keep moving with the Holy Spirit? But hey, we have two services. How do we do this? How do we do this properly so that we're not putting pressure on all the other teams, you know, because there has been some Sundays where we've gone way over in the 9.30 service and that's impacted the 11 o'clock service, 9am and 11 o'clock, sorry, mixing up city and everything else. And so I wanted to encourage you, go with the ghost. That's the first thing I'm going to say, go with the Holy Spirit. But there is actually a way that you can do that and be mindful of times. I think sometimes we think that they're opposite ends of the spectrum, but that is not the case. But I also think what can happen, and there is a danger of this, is because we want to be mindful that we don't go over time, we just, without realising it, don't move with the Holy Spirit because we're trying to be respectful of time frames. So I want to give you some really practical spiritual and, and, and physical tips that you can use. This will only go for five minutes where you can put these into practice so that you can go with the Holy Spirit, but also keep it in time frames. All right, I'm going to say this super quickly and I hope that you watch this to the end. All right. So I never want the clock to rule a service ever, ever, ever. And I know that every one of us would agree. JJ would agree. Corey says, Pastor Corey says the same thing as well. The clock does not run the service, but we also want to be mindful of other teens and everything that they're going through as well. So if we go way over, it affects children's church, et cetera, et cetera, which I know that you know that. And, you know, I want to share a story very quickly. I was once asked to lead worship at a high Anglican service. And when I got there, they said, we're so excited because we just want to move with the Holy Spirit. You just go with whatever's on your heart. You have five minutes. And that's, I'm not saying that was five minutes for introduction, five minutes for the whole of the worship. And they gave me three songs and they were like, can you do that? And I laughed. I thought it was a joke. And they were like, no, 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 this is how we do it. And I thought, well, I have to be respectful of this, but I thought I am not giving up Holy Spirit moving for five minutes on a clock. And so just from the get go, I just was like, I am going to give my all. I'm going to go after the presence of the Lord, no matter if it's five minutes or 50 minutes. And I'm telling you within 10 seconds, of starting Holy Spirit just took over and it was beautiful. And so I believe the same thing can happen if we are very proactive. So here's some spiritual steps. The first thing is the way to step into what he is doing is to know him to begin with. Now, I know that's really simple, but the more you spend time with him, the more you'll recognize where he wants to go and therefore you get to move a lot quicker. So there has to be that, that proactive relationships during the week. So how do you do that? Well, here's a simple thing. I would say, ask the Lord for a scripture. Just say, Lord, what is on? What is a scripture that is on your heart right now that will reflect what you want to do this Sunday or this Wednesday or whenever we have a service and ask him to download a scripture to you that will become your theme for the week. 
and then meditate on that scripture. Go deep on it. You know, it, just, it can just be one verse. I mean, I know stories of monks and nuns who spend a year on one verse and the Lord just gives them so much revelation. So how would that be for a week? You go, Lord, what is the theme for this Sunday? And you just meditate on that scripture every day. When you turn up on that Sunday morning and you're ready to go, that scripture sitting on your heart. You are ready for what the Holy Spirit wants to do. I'm looking at my notes if you see me looking down. So asking the Lord for a scripture. Second thing is, and this is so important, if there is any offense in your heart, if there's any frustration, this is going to cause a hindrance no matter how right you are to be feeling frustrated because there's often very good reasons why you might feel a certain way. And so I want to encourage you to just deal with that. Do the heart work. It's not easy and I'm preaching to myself at the same time as I'm preaching to you. And you might be going, oh, Raver, I know that. That's basic. But you know what? The amount of times I go places and I hear people saying they're frustrated about a certain person or the way that the service is run, those things will hinder you from moving and working with the Holy Spirit quickly. So here's some things, right? Because it doesn't even have to be big stuff. It could be I don't like this song. I don't like this worship leader. Uh, I don't like leading with this other person. Let's just get real and be honest. All right. Those are sometimes things that go in people's heads. And I totally understand that. It might be things like, I don't like how the rehearsal was run. Um, I don't like how we didn't get enough time. And these are very real and valid concerns, but you have to let them go. You have to let them go for the Holy Spirit to move. And so, the, the communication lines with Holy Spirit remain open when you do this. And then it allows for more room. You know, when we have all that stuff filling our heart, even the frustrations about ourselves, about things we're not happy at about ourselves, when that is filling our heart, there's no room for the Holy Spirit to fill. And so we want to have as much space as possible on the inside of us so that he has space to move on the outside of us around the people around us. All right, let me give you some very practical, quick tips right now. I think practically choosing less songs so that you can linger on moments that the Holy Spirit is highlighting. So instead of going, I'm going to choose four songs, but I'll just do them quickly, actually just go, you know what? I really feel the Lord's going to move. I'm choosing two songs and a tag, and we might not get to the tag. And, and, um, you know, you might feel like, oh my goodness, I'm not going to have enough, but that's actually okay. I actually find that people who um, feel like they don't have enough to fill a set, a worship set, actually go where the Holy Spirit's going because they have nothing to fall back on. Sometimes having the just-in-case songs will impact how much room you leave for the Holy Spirit. What would it look like if you had less and you felt a little bit on edge what would happen? It's actually a really powerful thing to try. You should give it a go. And I, I think that when you have less, you can linger more. Don't feel like you have to get through all the songs is the other practical step. You do not have to. I don't care how beautifully it segues into someone coming up or, oh, but if I just end this bit, it's going to be really powerful. Don't worry about that stuff, all right? You don't have to get through it. If you feel the Lord is on a phrase or something and it's really just impacting you, that is the Holy Spirit nudging your heart saying, hey, I'm actually on this phrase right now or I'm on this song right now. Don't feel you have to go to anything else and just let let your heart linger on those spaces. Okay, two more tips. 
If the congregation does not seem to be engaging, don't worry about it, all right? You engage. It's your responsibility to take yourself there first, to move with the Holy Spirit first. They will go where they are being led. They will go where they are being led. So we can't say, oh, the the church is not coming with me. It's horrible. They're not doing this. They're not doing that. Our responsibility is to take them. They will go where they are led. And so you must engage from the get-go for them to engage. And I, I feel like you do this beautifully, and so this is not an attack in any way. I think you're doing an amazing job, but I'm asking for a higher push into it. You know, sometimes you almost have to just close your eyes and just not look at what the congregation is doing. I think our congregation is amazing. But ever have those moments, I want to just say, go, well, I'm the atmosphere changer here. It's not the other way around. I am going to press in. So engage, engage, engage. And um, if you don't go there, they will stay where they are. So from the moment you start, be ready to worship and go further than the congregation is going. You're the team who leads the way, every single one of you. I'm not just talking about worship leaders here. This is another danger that we can often fall into as a worship team. The support team, so that might be the bass player or the guitarist or the backing vocals, we think that it's the worship leader's job to engage and do everything, but actually it's all of our job. We are the frontline army. And so if you're feeling in your spirit, oh, I, you know, this is just little old me, I'm just doing something that's not important, I want you to know you are so important. And it doesn't matter whether you are the main leader or not, go with it with all your heart. I love watching the worship team when you do this. I mean, I just think every single one of you is so activated right now and so excited. Do not lose that because of a clock. Do not lose that. I want to encourage that. You are the team who leads the way. Finally, I want to say this. Praise is super, super important in this season. That's what I'm sensing. Those up-tempo songs, the reason why is because it teaches people to engage their spirits and their hearts. It teaches them to come alive and not get lost in the soaking. Sometimes soaking, soaking is my favorite type of worship, right? Just want you to know that. But sometimes when we uh, love it so too much, we don't learn the weapon of praise. And then we're not teaching the weapon of praise. And that is vital for our church. This is a weapon of war. Praise is a weapon of war. And so those up-tempo songs teach people to step into joy, to step into life, step into expectancy. Ian does an amazing job, doesn't he, when he leads worship? He is like the praise man. And Stan, I just love the way that you guys both just go, yeah, we're just going for it. And I feel like that the congregation is responding to that. And I'll tell you why this is important. Psalm 100 verse 4, I will enter his gates how? It doesn't say with worship. doesn't even say with prayer. It says, I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I will enter his courts with praise. It's the doorway to the intimacy with the Father is those praise songs. And predominantly praise is up-tempo, it is alive, it is full of joy. I want to encourage you that this is a culture that we want to shift at Newmark just in general. We've talked about this a lot across the board amongst all the locations. 
is that praise is primary. Praise is a power weapon. And, you know, some of these people are walking in and they've had really difficult weeks and they're feeling low and they're feeling really down. And that praise is there's an alignment that takes place with their spirit when they come into that and they hear it and they hear the life that is on the worship. It's something that will lift them as well. So I want to encourage you, no matter where we go, no matter what we're doing, start with a song that just brings that praise uh, atmosphere into the house and you watch what the Lord will do. I am telling you that um, I feel like we are just on the brink. And I've said this before, I really believe that we have our own revival story. We have our own worship and praise story that is happening at East. And you are a part of that. And I know that you probably know all this stuff already. I'm humbly submitting this teaching to you just because it's burning in my heart. And just because I wanted to encourage you that I feel like this Sunday in particular, the Lord is going to do something really powerful praying for you guys and love everything that you carry and do. All right, love you heaps. See you Sunday. Thanks so much for listening to Release the Sound, a podcast on prophetic worship. If you're hungry for more, head to romawaterman.com where you can check out my book, Releasing Heaven's Song, Singing Over Your Nation for Breakthrough and Revival. It includes activations that you can use with your team or even on your own. And I've also got an online school where we have several courses on the prophetic, worship, spirituality and creativity. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review. And until then, I pray that you will release the song of heaven over your family, your church and even your nation. And I look forward to sharing with you in the next Release the Sound Prophetic Worship Podcast.